Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Loving Life Podcast, coming from a parent's perspective, where we take a look at the past, the present, and discuss what the future has in store for all of us. Welcome to the Loving Life Podcast. Hey, it's Charlie Weddle back again for another edition of the Loving Life Podcast, and I am joined again by my wife, Sandra. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. That's great. It's time for another episode. It's episode number 41, and I've titled it Awkward Silence. That's a good one. Do you know what awkward silence is? Yes, I do. Do you want to go into detail? <laughs> well, it's uh, kind of that time. It could be with your significant other. It could be with a friend. It could be with a husband, a wife, boyfriend, mm-hmm. girlfriend, yada, yada, yada. Right. When you just don't know what to say or what to... The conversation kind of takes a nosedive. There's like nothing going on. Right. Or you you talk about the same old thing every time you sit down when, you know, like when we go out to dinner and it's just me and you, what do we talk about? We talk about work. We talk about right. the kids. We talk about the dogs. It's the same things <laughs> over and over again. Right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So we're going to help you with that. Uh, but first, Sandra, I don't know that everybody knows what you do for a living other than being an amazing mom and uh, oh, keeping my you. ass in line. Thank you. What is it that you, I know, <laughs> what, what is it that you do? What's your occupation? My occupation, uh, in a nutshell, an advertising executive. I uh, am the director of client services for an advertising agency. So uh, I'm day. marketing. Busy day from the minute I step in. My mind never stops. The reason that I ask and the reason why mm-hmm. I think it's important to know that is because I think uh, we have a little bit of a different dynamic than what others might have. I, this is just my thought. This is my opinion, okay? Okay. Um, our jobs are filled with a ton of creativity. A lot. A lot of right brain thinking. It's not so much the... You know, I'm sitting in a cubicle and I'm filing. I'm not, it's not numbers and filing. It's more of, I need you to write. I need you to come up with an idea for this. I need you to create a promo for that. And in advertising and what you do is a lot of that right brain stuff as well. Yeah, right brain uh, mixed with uh, uh, sprinkled in with a little left brain stuff because, again, I'm a detail person as well. So I have to make sure the machine is operating on all cylinders. So it's it's both and having that balance. But, yeah, the creativity side takes over. And and, and, and it makes for interesting uh, an, an interesting evening because, like, well, my office hours, I get done at 7 p.m., so I get home by 8. Sometimes tonight it's going to be a lot later. But mm-hmm. um, when we come home, how was your day? Mm-hmm. What did you do? We have the same answers. And then we do we go through our laundry list of things that pissed us off <laughs> yep. um, and things that made us happy or right. great things that happened. Um, like in, But then there's that, okay, and then we kind of like – we kind of part the sea because you watch your shows and I go watch my shows or you're with the girls and they're hanging out with you watching dancing reality shows. And I'm like, OK, I'm in here watching Stranger Things now or whatever it might be. But sometimes when we go out, there's that silence of, OK, well, what are we going to talk about? 
<laughs> the same ish. <laughs> we do. Yeah, it does. I mean, to me, it's but it's like I come home and but you also we also understand the whole the whole dynamic of each other's jobs. So I think it, it always helps to bounce things off each other as well. So yeah. I mean, we automatically go to that. You give me great advice. And you do the same. I try. Sometimes. So then there's that awkward awkward silence, and that's why I've titled the uh, podcast Awkward Silence, because, well, what do you talk about? And you came across an article um, that had, what is this, 100 fun <laughs> questions to ask your significant other. Right. I think it's perfect, because it takes you away from the the so minutia of the day-to-day. So what would you, you, are you, should we, like, put these on, like, index cards and, like, all right, you take the top five, let's go, we're yep. going out to eat, and then we sit down at the dinner table and we just pull out the index card? Index cards, which would be our notes in our Apple phone. Wow. <laughs> See, you got to have the phone open all the time. It's crazy. I know, which is bad. No I try phones. not to do that, right? Okay, can we, should we start? Sure. All right, so... One of the questions that I liked in the 100 fun questions to ask your significant other was, Mm -hmm. what's the worst job you've ever had? Worst job. Worst job. Now, when I say that, maybe it's maybe what's the least fun job you've ever had? Because I don't know that I've had a worst job, but I've had a job that it's like, eh, this isn't really fun, but it pays the bills. Yeah. So what's your job? Um, I actually have two. Two? (laughs) Uh, When I was in high school, I worked in the mall in the 80s at a place called Jeans West. And Jeans West was like chess king, merry-go-round. Right. And it was my very first job. And I was hired as a greeter during Christmas. So I basically had to stand outside the door in the mall, well, outside the door of the shop, and say, welcome to Jeans West. Happy holidays. Welcome to Jeans West. Happy holidays. And hand out flyers. And I had to do that for eight hours straight on the weekend. (laughs) Was, you know, and then you had perverts coming because it's, it was a men's store, so you always had some creepy guys coming uh, by. Oh, you were hired as eye candy. No, 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 no. And and we then, need a hot chick <laughs> in the front of the store to give out coupons. No, and then my second worst job. Don't you see what that was? No, I did not Your like it at the time. Your boss wanted a hot chick in the front door. No, I was not. And everybody hot. would walk no. over it and then go in the store. <laughs> no, it was not. Oh, come on. No, and then my second worst job was when I was. In in Japan, I was hired with another group of girls. Now you lived there. A w- group of girls. You know the Rico Printing Company? No. Okay, Rico, they do computers yes. and printing software and stuff like that. R-I-C-O-H. We were hired to like literally that. like um, lip sync in front of like 2,000 Japanese men in suits <laughs> that had no emotion sitting in this huge <laughs> auditorium during one of their big conventions and lip sync uh, to Duran uh, Duran. And it was like, do you know, what's the guy in the 80s who had those models with the guitars just going Robert back? Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer. It mm. was like a Robert Palmer video, and I had to stand there, and we like lip synced a bunch of Duran Duran songs, and they loved it. They loved it. Of course they did. I hated it, but it was some good money. You know, I just read somewhere that in Japan mm-hmm. that they, uh, at funerals, they have strippers perform at funerals because they believe that that satisfies that person that passed in the afterlife really as entertainment how about male strippers do they Pro- do that for men I, I don't it's know. such it a male dominated society it's probably for the men probably <laughs> how about you uh, my least fun job okay. i won't say worst job because every job well 
My least fun job was uh, working for a boiler company uh, in in high school, and then my first year of college was uh, cleaning boilers. And the boiler rooms are like 150 degrees. Like Phoenix heat ha- has nothing on a boiler room after they power that thing down. And I had to do summer service work and clean those boilers, and it w- they were full of soot and grime and i had to wear jeans and coveralls so i guess i lost a lot of weight but i didn't need to lose a lot of weight because i was young and i had soot in my eyes in my nose in my ears you know going for a physical for sports the next year and the doctor says well what do you do for a living i said i clean boilers and he's like okay that explains it uh but uh, but it was something that my dad worked in the boiler business, right. so that's how I got the job. And I worked for Package Boiler Burner Servers back in Milwaukee, and it was great. And and, and it, but it was my least fun job just because mm-hmm. of that. But all the guys I worked with were awesome, and the and the company was really super cool. It just wasn't fun hanging over a boiler, especially after you're hungover on your 18th birthday when you shouldn't have been, <laughs> and you're in a boiler. <laughs> All right, so that's my first question. What is? Uh, do you have a question? Yeah, I do actually. And um, which would be harder for you to give up, coffee or alcohol? Uh, uh, coffee. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? Because I don't drink alcohol that much. Okay. I mean, they like, and I was just having this conversation the other day with somebody in the house, or in, at the house, um, in the building. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I when I get done at work and I go home, I don't like have a beer and or have a drink. I don't. I I really don't do that. And in Usually on the weekends, I don't do it either. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just sporadic. I mean, so that would be, if I never had alcohol again, I'd be okay. Okay. Coffee? Well, I mean, that's more something that you can get away with, I guess. So okay. I would have a harder time giving up coffee. You? Alcohol. Why? I just, I like wine and I like, when there's a celebration, it just, I, you can't do shots with coffee to celebrate. <laughs> You make it sound like you celebrate every day. <laughs> no, I don't. no, but I think it's it's just something that I associate. Hey, I woke up today. Shots. <laughs> I associate. Well, no, I'm not sitting there throwing back tequila shots every weekend or anything. But I do like a nice nice glass of wine, and I just for me, coffee's coffee. I can have a diet coke and be and be good with it with the caffeine. So I don't really need the coffee. Oh, and then, and then you bring that up. So I guess that's I don't know. I just. What? I like co- I like coffee better than I like alcohol. Okay. Is that comforting? That's very comforting. I appreciate that. It's a, it's an honest answer. <laughs> it is an honest answer. I'd rather have you you know addicted to coffee than other things. Sure. <laughs> All right, uh, uh I have one here. What fashion trend do you wish would go away? Oh my gosh. You know, I thought long and hard about this one Did you? because you know, I think there's people that can make these trendy things look good. Um and then there's things that I just don't like no matter who wears it. Three things. I don't like Birkenstocks. Okay? <laughs> and again, uh, if you like them, you like them. This is my opinion. I don't like Birkenstocks. I don't like the mom jean thing even though there's people that can carry that off, and I don't like the whole camel toe. It's like trendy to to have a camel toe. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's a trend. Oh, they even have these little these little things that you could wear that make you look like you have a camel toe. I saw that in something weren't they doing that in Japan or something? Uh, well, they have it all over the place. What the hell's going on in Japan? I don't know, but it's everywhere, and that is, I don't think that's cute. Who wants to walk?
walk around with the camel no. toe. Okay, now those are my. <laughs> You're oh. more upset about that than I. God. Yeah, you because know, maybe now they I had... have that etched in my mind. It's burned there. Well, now, and they probably have one for men, like a moose knuckle. Oh, brother. Okay, you can stop. <laughs> Jeez. Moose knuckle. I don't even know what moose knuckle is. I'm so behind the times. Okay, how about you? Know, you know, I, I wish, that, here's the trend that I wish would go away, and it's a combination of a couple things. Okay. And this is as us fellas get older. So mm-hmm. I'm speaking to the guys. Okay. The frickin' ponytail and the frickin' man bun. I like that. And man those bun. things, I, I am feverishly pissed off about. What? about it it's not doing anything to you the the guys like at my age with the freaking ponytail like what are you afraid well, of why do you hit you've got no freaking hair on your head yeah but you're holding on to this ponytail that goes <laughs> okay, to your yeah. middle middle of your back like seriously okay what are you afraid of just shave it what are you afraid of i, I am bald on the top of my head and i and i'm bummed out about that but i ain't gonna reverse mother nature right so if I got to work a with what you got, tail is stupid. Right. I don't get it. OK. There are some dudes, man. There's some dudes that's got the nice beard and they can pull it off. And I'm going to say that's probably one to two percent of guys. Mm-hmm. The 98 percent of the other ones. Get rid of it, man. It just it, it's it's not good. <laughs> it's like here's what I think it is. It's like driving a Pinto. And you put the Rolls Royce emblem on the front. Oh, it's God. fake. It's fake. <laughs> it doesn't t- go there. The ponytail. It <laughs> it's not supposed to be there. But wait, wait. But, but the man bun. You don't like the man bun? No. Oh yeah, I like the. What's man the bun. point? Jason Momoa with the man bun. That's Jason. That's he's the one or two percent. <laughs> you know, I would get with Jason Momoa. <laughs> Okay. He's doing an autograph signing next month in Utah, by the way. Are you going there? <laughs> no. You should. <laughs> but again, there's one or 2% of guys out there that can pull that stuff off. The rest of us can't do that. Okay. We just can't. So that f- fashion thing, I can't. Oh, my God. Okay. Go to it. Hey, the Jimmy Buffett concert's coming up. Go there. Oh, boy. I'll have a field day out there. Oh, my God. You're, you're Seriously, gonna dude. A, hey, what are you afraid of? You're going to have rid a, of that. You're going to have a coronary. You're going to have a coronary of being upset about man buns <laughs> oh and ponytails. Oh, my God. <laughs> I kid. I kid. All right. But all right. that, I'm really freaking serious. I'm kidding. Okay. I have one. More. I have one. Uh, all right. Go. What's the weirdest scar you have and how'd you get it? You're asking me that. Yeah. Oh, I got one. Okay. I got one. Okay. It's in between my eyeballs. <laughs> That's a good one. No, no, no. It's in between my eyeballs, but just a little bit above on my forehead. Uh-huh. And it's it's an embarrassing way of how I got this. Okay. So when I was growing up, I spent a lot of time alone just because. I don't know why. <laughs> just because. And in Milwaukee, or outside of Milwaukee, because I grew up in the suburbs, out in the sticks, we had houses that had basements. So the basement at our house was unfinished. So you could, you know, the washer and the dryer was downstairs in the basement. And, you know, there was a laundry tub and all that kind of stuff. Um, And my dad used to take the snow tires up the stairs and replace the, you know, in the wintertime. So the regular tires would go back down in the basement. And I didn't have a basketball hoop. 
<laughs> I was one of the kids in the neighborhood who did not have a basketball hoop, so I found different ways to play basketball. So I would take the tires that were down in the basement, and I would shoot my basketball into the tires. So the the way it was set up, and this is really stupid, and I remember the details, and it's dumb. So three of the tires were stacked up, and they had the rims inside, but there was one tire that was just a tire. So that's where the basketball would go. But if I shot the ball too perfectly, it would hit the rim inside the tires and bounce out. Therefore, I would not have a basket. And it was doing that so many times that I literally took the basketball, slammed it into the tires, held it there, walked over to my dad's tool bench, got a hammer, and smacked the basketball with the hammer, which then went right back into my forehead. So I have a claw mark in the middle of my forehead. So when you, if you see me somewhere, ask me about the claw mark. I'll show you the claw mark. That's what it was from. I may have been nine, eight or nine, maybe ten, probably eight, nine or ten years old when it happened. That's funny. And I, if my parents were alive, I don't even think they know that story. Well, I'm sure they'd be <laughs> they'd be appreciative that you didn't That's lose an my eye. Boy. <laughs> you didn't lose an eye, dumbass. <laughs> Stupid! Oh, I could have. I right? know it's it's pretty oh. serious. <laughs> How about you? What what's your weirdest? It scar? happened back August sixteenth, nineteen seventy seven, the day Elvis Presley died. <laughs> what? <laughs> it did. We were visiting a friend in Imper- Imperial Beach, and we were at her apartment. I beach. And my brother and I were playing with this big beach ball in the house, and my mother said, "Please don't throw that in the house. Please don't throw that in the house." And of course, I didn't listen. Like. I normally didn't, and um, I paid for it dearly when I chucked the ball towards my brother, and when I was throwing it, my hand got caught in a metal heater vent. Right. A vent when it, it's, air, it's an air thing. My hand got caught, uh-huh. and I yanked my hand out. Blech. And blood started spurting everywhere, but I didn't want to get in trouble, and so I I uh, I covered my hand with some paper towels oh and my. just thought it was just like a a, a wound, a topical oh wound. Oh my! And uh, before you know it, my whole hand was it was full of blood, and then my and of course they had to rush me to the emergency room, and I think seven stitches later. I have this scar on my ring finger from uh, not listening. And my mother was yelling at me. She's like, oh, my gosh, Elvis just died and you didn't listen to me. And now I have to go to the ER. So, yeah, that's where my scar is from on my finger. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we could we could do this all night. There's so many great questions. I know. Um, but uh, so you get the point. You could. Find these questions. You had one more though. We had our pet peeve, didn't we? Didn't we want to talk about one last thing? Our oh, do you have? What's your last question? My last question was: I think it's because we talk about things that irritate us. But what is uh, your what uh, is your worst go. pet peeve? We talked about the man bun, but that's a fashion thing. What is your worst pet peeve? Just one or two, maybe three at the most. Now you start because I got to think for a second. Um, I think. Let me see. Um, moths and dirty feet. Okay. I, I don't. Okay. 
moths. I'm I safe. just I just do not. I I just have this um, and clowns, but uh, moths. I just I can't. It goes Those back are to phobias. That, that's not yeah, pet but they're, it's a pe- they just irritate me and they make me mad. I get angry when I see a moth. I get angry when I see horseshoe crabs and <laughs> and I get angry. My pet peeve. That's not a pet peeve. It's it a, is. That's a phobia. Okay. Then dirty feet. That's a pet peeve of mine. Can that be a, people with dirty feet? I guess. People that don't wash their feet? Okay, sure. Okay. Because you know that people with dirty feet, what's the first thing? Oh, my God. What's the first thing that There hits? are some claw what's, hammer feet okay, out there walking what, around a Walmart or a Target. What's the first thing that hits the shower when you get in? Your, your feet. feet, right? So when you see a woman walking around with dirty feet, you know that her private parts are probably dirty too. What? Because her feet are dirty, right? So the first thing that hits the water is the feet, which means your other body parts haven't hit the water. So when you see a woman with dirty feet, keep that in the back of your mind that oh, she's dirty man. everywhere. Else. It makes you think, that right? Do- that doesn't mean I get. Yeah, yes, I don't know. Yes. It's hard to reach down to your feet sometimes. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it isn't. I mean, I do it, but it's like it's no, hard it's to reach down. Water. Water hits your feet. They're clean. At least 75% clean. Well, maybe you're seeing them in the middle of the okay, day sorry. and they've it's been walking feet. around. I am not a feet person, and I, am, I do not like dirty feet. All sorry. Right. Um, my biggest pet, well, I don't know. It's not my biggest. This is one I'm thinking of right now mm-hmm. is freaking dog treats all over the floor. Oh God. That's just. And here's why it's not, it's not getting the dogs treats. That's fine. It's the freaking dogs don't clean up after themselves. <laughs> it's when it's one o'clock in the morning and you're dead asleep and you got to take a leak and you get up and you walk in and you step on a tennis ball or you step on a dog bone that's half chewed on. That's a little bit moist from their <laughs> face and you step on that, that I, I can't, it drives me nuts. Well, they're not going to go put it back in their toy box. Hmm. They're your dogs. You got to love them. I love my dogs. Okay. Well, you just got those. Uh, are, those my are... pet peeve is stepping on okay. dog stuff. I will try to do better cleaning up after them. I'm not. I didn't say anything about you. Oh, I know that. But now that I know that's one of your pet peeves. Oh, you've known that. <laughs> no, not to this extent. Do you know how much crap is on the floor? I pick it up. Oh, Um, my gosh. mm. They're dog treats. They're going to get taken care of. Right on. (laughs) So. You can see if you could just see his face right now. So (laughs) when you come up with questions to break that awkward silence, (laughs) it's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to get you in a fight. Golly. (laughs) Oh, you even snorted. We don't buy that's just it's good conversation. I know it is. And then when you get the kids involved, it's even more fun. Oh, screw the kids. <laughs> that's crazy. That's all, all right. I have. All right. Well, hey, thanks, uh thanks for your input. You're welcome. I think that was fun. I think it was fun. And too. I recommend that we do index cards all and right. not phones okay. and do that next time when we go out. Well, and we you could do that with them. the family. <laughs> no, we could do that with the family. That might even be They actually sell cards like that. You can actually buy like conversation cards for the dinner. Table. That would actually be pretty awesome, like if we you know, if we went out or sitting at home and did that. I would do that. Okay. Just don't pull out a freaking board game because I ain't <laughs> I know. you. I love board games. There's a pet peeve. I know. Not a pet peeve. It's you just, just hate losing. That was one of the questions in there. It's like, what's your, what's your least favorite board game? How about all of them? 
They're all my least favorite. All you of them. Every it. single you one. You don't have patience and you nope. don't like to lose. No. Nope. So, sorry, Charlie. So, why put yourself in that situation then? Because it's fun, dang. <laughs> I have no patience, right? All right. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for the podcast today. Thanks for listening. It's the Loving Life Podcast. I'm Charlie Weddle. That's Sandra. Uh, I want to thank you for coming down again today and giving us your wonderful input. You're welcome. Always a comedian. Uh, remember, the Loving Life Podcast comes out every week. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. It's also on radio.com, which is amazing. Uh, you can select the podcast as one of your favorites, and it'll come right up on the app, which is pretty cool. Follow us on social media as well, Facebook and Twitter, at CharlieOnAir1. Uh, Sandra doesn't want to give out her stuff because she's just so ultra-private, which is fine. Uh, and uh, just uh, as important, please remember to uh, rate the podcast, give it a review, hit subscribe, do all that kind of good stuff. It helps us make them better, I guess. And as always, thank you for your ears. Until next week, it's the Loving Life Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.